everybody. This is episode 14 of the Google News Update. This is your host, Mike Baker. And as usual, got my host, co-host here, Mike Bennett. What's going on, bro? What's good, everybody? What's good? Mike Bennett in the building. I don't know why I thought you was going to be like, hooty hoo. As usual, we got the Google News update, man. We got pros and con articles about uh, your favorite company, Google. And um, it's kind of my favorite company, too. I can't lie. I do a lot of work with Google, and I definitely pay Google some money for some of their services. So, I mean, I like Google, too. But um, today we're going to talk about a couple of topics that are going to be, you know, per usual, questionable topics about what Google does in their, with their business models. Um First topic that we have is uh, two children sue Google for allegedly collecting student biometric data. Um, that's that's pretty much an interesting topic, especially for now with everybody working or going to school from home, doing remote learning and working. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about that one. The next topic that we're going to go through is uh, Google shares data on how virus has changed movement in cities. Um, you know, with this whole coronavirus thing happening, um, everybody is pushed to stay at home or uh, work from home. They, they're pushing the campaign, stay in place. So um, with that happening and everybody having tracking devices on them for the most part, um, Google is able to see the change of how we move similar to how viruses move. Um, and then the last topic that we have is that Google in the U.S., CF, uh, there's some university. I'm, I gotta check and see what that is. But uh, Google and the USCF collaborate on machine learning tool to prevent harmful prescription errors. Um, this, this is a interesting topic for them to be in. There's a, a weird industry for them to be in. You know, pharmaceuticals and whatnot. But uh, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit more as well. But for the first topic that we have. Um, two children sue Google for allegedly collecting students' biometric data. Um, basically, this is a, uh, well, subhead, this is from CNET.com, uh, um, but the subhead reads that the lawsuit may, uh, the lawsuit says that the search giant violated privacy laws with its educational tools. Um, the issue here is that uh, for a lot of schools, um, elementary, middle schools, colleges, high schools, um, if they are using Google G Suite, um, their productivity suite, when it comes to uh, sending emails, uh, you know, storing documents in the cloud, um, a lot of academics are using um, G Suite for education. It's Google for education. Um, essentially, as a set of tools that, you know, they also give you for business and for commercial use. Um, that are geared toward educational purposes. And um, in particular, one of the tools that they have is uh, Classroom, which essentially is a, a virtual classroom platform. You can create a curriculum online and allow for your students to be able to access the information on there, all the resources, all the documentation, and collaborate and communicate within that system. Um, 
But one of the things that they are being sued for, in particular, uh, these two children from uh, San Jose, California, are um, they don't actually say the names because, you know, they're children, so they keep the names on the wrap, but they say HK and JC. Um, they're suing them for uh, collecting biometric data on these two students. Um, for one, I don't think it's the two students that's doing the suing. More than likely, it's the parents doing the suing, and they probably doing the suing because they know they can get some money off of them, off of Google, even if they lose the case, court the case or whatever. Google will probably settle for like a million dollars or something, which is a million more than they had before. Um, but for the most part, they're suing them because they are saying that Google is collecting face data and, uh, well, biometric data. So that basically includes uh, a facial scan for facial recognition purposes and a fingerprint scan. Say it again. Yeah, I said fingerprint scan. I said fingerprint. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and a fingerprint scan. Um, and also they're saying that here, yeah, voice, voice prints. Um, so, you know, uh, with a lot of these things you can use uh, Google Assistant for. So one of the features of Google Assistant is that you can set it to recognize uh, your, your distinct voice from somebody else's. And that essentially requires uh, creating a voice print or creating a, a voice model for what your voice sounds like in comparison to other people. Um, and what they're saying is that uh, the fact that this is being used for Google for education means that they are potentially violating um, privacy acts when it comes to children, the COPA Act in particular, the, Ch the Children Online Privacy Protection Act. Um, and it's not that they're basically in violation of that side. For the most part, when it comes to any child that's being online, um, if they have a user account on one of your services, they have to go, if they're under the age of 13, they have to go through parental consent before any of this stuff is uh, allowed to be used. And they're essentially saying that since this is going through your school, that um, the, the parents aren't the ones that are signing this stuff off. So um, the, the school is, the educators are, and the students are essentially just being forced to use Google G Suite and they don't really get a say and they don't have to ask the parents whether they're allowed to collect your facial scan, your biometric print, and your voice print. Um, what, what do you think about this, Mike? I think this is just, um, well, it's, ex I don't want to say expected, but again, um, you just see corporations that, you know, feel like there are no boundaries based off of the mass that they have or the, uh, the notoriety or whatever the case is. And I think that it's, it's always, so when you hear something like this, I think it's just um, maybe Google not really being on their P's and Q's about how to properly protect themselves. I mean, you can't get everything. Like you mm -hmm. said, some people may just come up with something. We've seen it numerous times. I heard there's different, <laughs> may just represent mm -hmm. rap stories where, you know, some dude to say that you know he got to take a paternity test just because the girl said that he's pregnant, right? So right. I mean, it's, right. I think the like, you got to so, prove your innocence, right? You got to, you know, and I think that that's where, and, and it's like if you lose, it's like no matter, it's like losing regardless because, you know, it, it, it's with, with Google in this situation if they try to fight against it, I feel like it will it will be a bad look. So they was better off just forfeiting whatever it is they were looking for, whatever the, the two kids looking for. By the way, I want to say uh, 
it's weird in the article. It says that um, they, they're disguising the, the kids' names, but then turn around and say it's the kids' father. So I'm like, if they say right. who the kid's father is, I know who. That is. Right, exactly. But anyway, but anyway, that's besides the point. Um, as far as it going this far, I mean, it's just it's just a, as far as you know what what people would do when you when you are a billion dollar billion dollar company. I, I would I'll be honest, I would do the same thing. If I if I was to add that like if, if the opportunity presented itself and I was in dire need, I know yeah. it may sound immoral, but I mean what what it's not like anything that Google, Google the reason why Google will shovel out the money is because that they're at a level where their expectation sometimes precedes the money that they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that it's it's just it's um now as far as Google collecting all this information. Uh, that's not anything new. We know that this is what Google does. The experts said it, and that's why they're at the top, even if it comes down to malicious things. Uh, how true is it that they are collecting uh, face scan and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, your, your facial your facial <laughs> scan. Yeah, um, I mean... It's storing it because they, yeah. they keep that. They keep that in the cloud somewhere. Well, it just goes, I guess... And, and this may be hypothetical, but or, or conspiracy. But I am one to believe that once something is on the internet, it's never deleted, mm-hmm. um, regardless. So, I mean, you can make that claim. I mean, maybe I'm sounding like Google's lawyer here, but you know, I um, it, it, it's, it's it wouldn't be the first time. I think they just more so found uh, that this story had caught on. <coughs> Therefore. It's going with it. I don't think it's the first time something like this has happened to Google. Mm-hmm. Handle it, but all in all, I, I would want both parties to, you know, find some type of middle ground. Um, but I do feel address your other point, man. I do feel like parents may be putting them up to this because when you know, the kids, like, what what do kids really know about? You know, you hear that stuff all the time. Following the suit, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, following the suit. They don't know. Yeah, on, man, it, it's not. They don't really know. No about that stuff. They probably just hear about it here and there, but for them for it to go this far, I think it's definitely the parents behind this. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, yeah, more than likely, it, it probably really is just the parent and then the, the people that wrote this article said the two kids are doing it just so that they can, you know, you know, clickbait type thing. Yeah, clickbait. <laughs> that, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things that seem like it's, it's, it's hard to say. I feel like it's Google's issue that they have to address but at the same time it's kind of the school district's issue as well because um it is that fine line where uh, you you do have to get the parents consent and google is making like they google, google created the g suite for education ex- explicitly for education purposes so that they can strip out some of the things that are different from you know a business where you don't have to give those, those rights away. Um, you know, when, when you're dealing in education, you're immediately thinking about dealing with children. And, uh, you know, they, they made it for the idea of dealing with children. So I'm sure there's a lot of uh, protections in place, but nonetheless, they, when it comes to Google, they're not dealing with, they're not making an agreement directly with the kids. They're making an agreement with the school and then the school sort of has to trickle down and school has a related message. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have to inform the parents that they're going to be using the software and give the parents, get, get the parents official. Okay. To say that they can use the software. And 
that's probably an argument that they may put in places like we're just Google and we just have the software and we make the agreement with the schools, but the schools have to actually communicate this to the people that are going to be using it, that these are the rules and regulations. Like Mm -hmm. we have them all listed out and, you know, you can find our privacy policy easily because we're Google, you can Google our privacy policy, but like Mm -hmm. you still have to be able to relay that message to the parents that are going to be using the software and more than likely, that may be their argument to use. And I mean, Clinton might have to go and you know sue the school instead. Like, <laughs> yeah, Clinton. <laughs> like, you had to sue the whole school system for whatever district they in in California to be like, if y'all going to have us using this on a on a regional level um, for all of the school system, then all the students, all the parents, have to take this into effect. They have to take this into account. Um, Google's usually one of the best companies when it comes to like privacy information. Like it's one of those catch 22s because, you know, Google knows everything, but they also are one of the best when it comes to privatizing information. When I say that, I mean, um, they tend to do one of the best jobs when it comes to encrypting information so that the only thing that has access to that information is the application that's being used at that time. So um, even though they do, get your your what they say a face template even though they get like a facial scan of what your face looks like even though they get that voice print and even though they get uh the fingerprint um that's 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 encrypted and it's encrypted and stored in a database and usually the only system that can pull it out is the application under your username and they make all these gateways and checkpoints they usually build them into their software so that it does keep everything encrypted until both the application and that user that's using the application request that data. Mm-hmm. And at that point it gets decrypted, but it's one of those things where it's, you still got to audit it. They have third party companies that audit and test their software to make sure it, it's doing what they say that it's doing. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to not relaying that message, you know, they still going to get themselves caught up in these situations because it's, it's, this is about the parent, of these children being concerned about their privacy and uh, not being informed and not being told by Google or by the people that's working with Google that their data is being collected in these ways. So, I mean, it's one of those things that they, they're going to have to um, sift through. Yeah, they, they're going to have to go through it all and, you know, come up with new processes for how they give out G Suite for education to people and actually you know, make sure that it's abiding by these rules on a digital level and, you know, a person to person level. Right. Um, yeah. The, the next topic that we have is that Google shares data on how viruses has changed the movement in cities. Um, I, I keep reading that stuff wrong. Sometimes I just break it down, but yeah, um, Google, <laughs> Google shares data on how viruses have changed movement in cities. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, this topic is coming from Bloomberg. Um, basically they are using all the data that Google has, you know, they, they have access to basically every database that's available. All these different companies, all uh, like, Every company now has some type of database in some form, and Google makes partnerships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like every everybody got a database. If you got a spreadsheet that has a list of you know names and phone numbers and emails, that's that's your database. But like you know that that goes to levels beyond. 
And um, Google works in a way where a lot of the companies that they partner up with, part of their partnering is having access to their databases. And um, this movement here is saying, this move here is saying that uh, Google is essentially tracking people's uh, movement based on their GPS usage, based on the usage that their phone usage, they're tracking the movement of how people are getting around the city or, um, you know, for this coronavirus, how they're not getting around the city and how they're staying put. And they're comparing the data of now with the data of like last month in the prior era where um, people aren't, you know, traveling as much. They aren't making as many moves across you know, the interstate, they're not doing commute for driving. They're not um, really going out for adventures and traveling and, and vacation and whatnot. They're basically staying put. And uh, Google was able to see that data, mostly because of Google Maps, because, you know, Google Maps has a billion users, um, just like how Facebook has a billion users. Um, a lot of people use Google Maps on a daily basis. Um Google also has partnerships with all the major telecommunication vendors. So Verizon, AT&T, um, uh, uh, Comcast, T-Mobile, Sprint, um, they have partnerships with all of them so they can see exactly uh, whatever those telecom companies see. So if you're driving with your phone and your phone is going from a antenna A to antenna B to antenna C, um, they can see that same data because AT&T can see that data because Verizon can see that data. So their partnership is allowing them access to that same type of data. So um, they're able to see this type of movement. And part of it is just being able to see how the spread is happening because that's part of it. They want to see if they can try to potentially correlate some data between the movement of people and then the movement of this virus and then the the reverse effect of if people aren't moving as much, how is the virus actually going down? How is the spread going down over time? Um, but this this people are definitely uh, worried about this stuff, man. How how do you feel about it, Bree? I've already seen like the the ramifications of like what's happening right now, and 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 I think that there are some good things that can come with this when you think about the concern of the people, right? Like I. Here in Atlanta, because they shut down a lot of the shelters and stuff, you see a whole lot, whole lot of homeless people outside. I don't want to sound too humanitarian here, mm -hmm. but you see that, and you know, I feel like because of, I I know uh, like well my my um my uh, my girl she works like within like all that stuff, so she knows that based off of like the the movement of like you know where people stand at and stuff like that, for it to be a for for people to know where to go to provide some type of relief. I would mm -hmm. say that uh, that that helps out. Um, but other than that, man, um, I, it, it's it's kind of I I ever since I read that article about you know they they people using um, the John Hopkins uh, COVID nineteen uh, map to do yeah. hacking. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been yeah. kind of weary about you know sharing like information on like the people when it comes to the virus now. Yeah. I still, in my heart, hearts. Don't don't get me wrong, people. I still feel like a good amount of this, maybe seventy five percent of this, is hype. But for the most part, because I, I don't have the hard cold hard cold <laughs> evidence about it, like I just have to go with you know acknowledging that it's true. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, man, I I see that um, it, it's 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 information that is can be helpful to 
in, in the right hands. And I think it's, it's a good representation of it. But I'm a, I, I too think about like what's being done behind the scenes because yeah, it's 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 not. I don't really think it's a it's a like what they're actually covering is it something that will really be like how would I question how would that really benefit like the the the, the crisis that we're in like completely right now like outside yeah. of what's being highlighted in this you know yeah you're tracking folk but okay for what I mean, what you know what is it that okay and to some degree in my conspiracy theory back I feel like they're doing this because they're trying to track to see you know who will be the next victim you know what I mean not not necessarily tracking with you know where you know, the movement of people based off of um you know trying to understand the traffic or some of that because the economy is down right now gas is at one dollar sixty four cent where I'm at so I mean it's not you you're doing all this tracking and stuff like that but for what reason like what you right. okay you're tracking I want across the street or I'm staying over here but I'm still in the like what what does that do for I mean I, I'm kinda I think that's kind of empty there. So I mean I yeah, they, they, they're they're doing it and so you can get those random that it's it's kind of like pseudo information like yeah because because <laughs> because really is it is no purpose for them to give out why like um, a map of how people aren't going anywhere like that doesn't really give you anything in itself that's useful like thanks well, thanks for letting me know that people are staying home like they've been telling us to for like three weeks like yeah people are staying home cool thanks but like it is. It, I figure. I think it's a side piece of information for what they were trying to do, which is, um, which is they're trying to track the spread of the COVID thing. But at the same time, they can't really be guaranteed that any of that information is useful. So like they they can't they because for one they got a non they trying to do it pseudo anonymously. So it's like they trying to say like they're not tracking any one person in particular when they when they show these maps and stuff all you see is dots of people all you mm-hmm. see is like dots that represent people but you don't really know who that person is what that <laughs> dot represents um and all they really getting to see is like all right people were here at one point and now people are here at another point and trying to see if that matches up with their covid maps that says viruses was here at one point and now yeah. the virus is over here at another point when and, you said that it reminded me of uh the um you seen uh full metal jacket yeah yeah the yeah, full yeah. Metal jacket for and he was in the uh, helicopter and he was like um i forgot what was the vietnamese like if they're running then they mean they're bad guys yeah and, yeah uh, they're, yeah they're, exactly. uh, they're not running it's like you can't trust them or something like that so he's like yeah. shoot everybody like that's what it sounds like right here it's like yeah, yeah like it doesn't make any sense because you know pe- we're not moving anywhere. Like I, the only place I, you know, like I said, I come over here to record, but you know my place. But that's I'm not going anywhere. Like people are not going anywhere. So yeah. it's almost like they set this up to see not really how it's spreading, but who's spreading it. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, not not the how, but who. It's very gener- general data. Is is like even after looking at it, you, they won't really be able to get too much on it. But getting like an overall map, it's because it's billion it's, it's billions of people so it's really hard to say like any one person that's doing this one thing is going to have that one result that they're looking for but they can say that if um, a million people move over and do this one thing then the potential of a virus spreading that a million people could have a, you know could affect be affected and you can see that on the map but all of it all of it right now is just more like experimentations with all the data that they collect it's one of those things where 
Um, they collect all this data that means nothing at the moment until they correlate <laughs> it at the time. Like once, once they start putting their statistics and their algorithms in place, then the data starts to mean something. But right now, initially, they, it's just showing that they're collecting a lot of data with no real benefit of what they're collecting. They're just getting all the data. They're getting all the locations. They're getting all these positions. They're getting the timestamps. They're getting the device numbers and all that stuff. All but right. it don't mean anything yet until when they decide to come in through an algorithm at it and say, well, this is what it all means. And, yeah. and even when they do get that data, it's, it's, it's very general because it's by like the hundreds of thousands. It's by the millions of people. It's not by like that one person. So they can't, they'll never be able to point out and be like, this guy went this place at this time and he caused the virus to spread to this person. Yeah, I, that's, well, that's, that's not going to be, that's, that can't happen for one, but it's not, that's not how it's going to be useful for them. Yeah, I, I think, well, yeah, so you're right about that. Like, as far as it, immediately what they're doing, it's just more so what I, okay, so what I notice about Google is that because they are a uh, a knowledge gathering company, I guess it's the best way you can put it, right? Data and knowledge mm-hmm. gathering company. It doesn't really matter, I guess, what's going on. If they see an opportunity to collect data, they will. Yeah, that's what that's, it is. and that's what they do. That's what it is. It's like I, I don't I don't even think it's for because like you're sitting there talking about this like going piece to piece. Like you're not going if I had the coronavirus, and by the way, I don't. If I had the coronavirus, you know what I mean? <laughs> was dry, you know what I mean? I had to get me some water. But you know, other than that, you know, they, they would not be able to tell exactly if this if they're not accessing other parts of my information, they wouldn't be able to tell exactly right. if I moved over here and gave such and such. The virus. So it's like right. it makes a question like, what's happening here? Like, is, are, are they doing? And they say to track people's movement. Well, people are not moving anywhere. So what right. is this really for? It's more so just to dig into people's phones to see what they can find. Like, and, and I know that down the line it will come up just as much as we had that that uh, that uh, article we did before with Facebook saying that oh, by the way, it just it just surfaced that Facebook was secretly collecting data from Zoom. Right, you know, right, like that, yeah. that, it's, it's, it's in that same vein of, oh yeah, we made a mistake and found out who did what with the with the data we collected from over a million people. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, like Google is an advertising company, pretty much, or digital advertising company. So the more data they have, the more uh, they stereotype and sell to certain folks and focus on different demographics that you know for them to, you know, for their business to stay afloat. Yeah, yeah, um, Google's one of those companies where we know that they collect way more data than the average company. And I mean, they're, they're on par with collecting the same amount of data as Facebook, if not more, but um, they tend to be a company where they, they are held responsible for their data collection and they tend to meet that responsibility in a lot of situations. Um, like, like with, like with this case that's coming up that we just talked about with the, the kids having their, their biometrics collected um, they that's a court case where they're collecting way too much information <laughs> and they'll more than likely meet that that challenge where um, they'll they'll actually you know put the proper you know things in place so that they can actually continue doing business they'll probably continue collecting data on kids and they'll probably put the money up and be like, you know what, now you'll, you'll hear it in a couple of years that now collecting data on children has moved down from the age of 13 to the <laughs> age of seven. 
and be like, well, I guess now they can just collect data on kids. <laughs> I mean, and that's 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 more than likely in the realm of what what Google tends to do. But like, at least they'll be accountable for it. right now. Facebook is one of those in their position where they they're they're getting found out for a lot of things, and then they're acting like they're not accountable for it. And um, that's that's that tends to be a fine line between how both of those two companies can get caught up in in data collection things, but then one company doesn't necessarily get um, as penalized as the other. I mean, like Facebook really hasn't been penalized as much, but they're definitely on the way to being penalized. And Google has been penalized a couple of times, and they they've made their steps to become a better company about the way that they. Uh, inform people about collecting data they because they still collect it but they a little bit better and they're on how they inform people that they are collecting it so that people don't get scared about it and and like i said earlier they, they tend to be one of the better companies when it comes to saying well if we collect this data we'll lock it down so that it can only be accessed by certain people in certain ways right. um and that tends to come out in that way of like anonymized data but at the same time like what you were saying with uh in that other article where they didn't mention the kids' names, but they mentioned the father's name. And based on the father, you're able to essentially find out who the kids are because you can find out who the father yeah. is. That's, that's, that's kind of the same way they do with, um, with like this anonymized data. Like they tend to, um, they'll have this like anonymized data and, you know, it, it don't have anybody's name or anything associated with it, but uh, they will, they don't make it hard for you to like be able to backtrack and be able to determine who is this really. Um, like even though, even though you're just a serial number, you can probably go through the, the, like what do you call it? Like the, the footsteps uh, through the breadcrumbs. You can probably do the bread, go through the breadcrumbs and backtrack your way to figure out who that person is, even though initially they was anonymized. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's, even though it's anonymized now, it's, it's still your data is still potentially out there. And I mean, we do tend to sign up for the stuff. There is a terms of service that nobody ever reads that we just press okay. On. <laughs> yeah, <it's perfect. laughs> and like we get caught out there. Um, but let's go up to this uh, last article that we have. Um, another thing of Google and their information collection campaign, uh, Google and the USCF collaborate on uh, machine learning tool to prevent harmful prescription errors. Um, this is an article, this is a topic that uh, it's, it's, I feel like it's going to become a larger thing as um, time goes on. Um, you know, right now with this whole situation happening, uh, the medical field is strong right now. I mean, they, they definitely are overworked and tasked right now, but <laughs> nonetheless we yeah yeah i mean they're they're tasked right now but um they definitely are showing their importance and how they are going to have to continue being funded well after this is over with because i mean it it costs people lives not having uh health be taken into consideration and um google's taking initiative i was trying to look for what uh us ucfs is UCSF is, and that's a uh, University of California, San Francisco. Um, Google has basically partnered up with them and created a, a study uh, in in a research paper, essentially to show explain that 
there is an issue with how uh, drugs are being prescribed to people that have uh, issues, you know, you know, they have some type of health concern that they're working with and um, they're prescribed medications. And in a lot of cases, and, and, and essentially they, what they say in 2% of cases, which doesn't seem like a lot, but um, that's the same thing with the coronavirus, like 2%. Coronavirus is only affecting 2% of the people, but they shut down everybody for that 2%. Right. Right. Um, like it's it's two percent of the people that tend to get uh prescriptions in a lot of cases um get the wrong prescription and and even more like a lot of cases uh those prescriptions tend to cause a, a worse problem or, or sure, give them problems. some type of new issue that they well, didn't they, have before if you have an internal bleeding or a rapid uh brain loss or whatever they call, all this other stuff they be coming up with when you take a, a pill yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, including with those two, like, yeah, those those crazy side effects that they have on there. Um, but like, yeah, like sometimes you might get a, just the wrong prescription in general, um, or just you know, you got uh, pharmacists that are overworked and overstaffed and stuff like that. Um, or sometimes you might get prescribed something that uh, was that worked in one scenario, but then at another hospital they tried something else and that worked better. And the hospital that you at, you're at doesn't know about that that other medication, so they find out late that it actually can have better benefits than this medication. And mm-hmm. they're trying to be able to figure out a way to better sort, you know, overall medication usage, prescription usage, and the benefits, the pros and cons of this these different medications that are out there. And um, I, I don't I, I don't I don't know how I feel about this, man. How yeah. how, how do you feel, bro? I think that, you know, with them, so it's too, uh, there have been too many cases where people have had the wrong prescription, the wrong medication, and it resulted in death. And um, I don't know how, if I, if I can talk about this, but just know that there are things set in place for people who do not, people who are not the government, but do but but issue certain drugs mm. when certain ha- when certain things happen, they are granted like immunity to the law because of yeah. set up. And the reason why that's uh, heavily a disservice to the people, especially in any time of crisis and stuff like this, is that you want where we should be focused on preserving life as much as possible. Um, now, as far as I, I was actually when I read this article, I was thinking about um, we have in John Hopkins in Baltimore, you know. Uh, John Hopper for you up there. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's an undergraduate you know uh, a graduate program called pharmacology, mm-hmm. where they study where they study uh, like how different uh, drugs affect different races of people and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's like when it comes to prescriptions and everything and like people's medicines, they people who are giving these things out do have in depth knowledge and it should become second nature. But it seems like you see you still hear about these blips and blunders that's happening. Uh, but by them developing this, um, I guess the for it to developing some type of tool um, to be able to prevent it, I, I don't. I think it's always going to need. Hmm, you're going to need some type of human intervention. You know, it, you got yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you can have that there, but then you can have this. This is what happened. This is this is a great. This is actually something that's great. So I sometimes have I have a whole lot of migraines, man. Um, mm-hmm. Probably like maybe once a week, honestly, have have one, 
And um, I usually resort to Excedrin Extra Strength. Well, this yeah. what happens that I think for the past three to four weeks, I was I ran out of some for the past three to four weeks. I looked online. All of the Excedrin has been recalled. Oh, okay. All of them have been recalled. And it comes down to like, well, wait a minute. How is it that all, all of the stores, but primarily like all the stores have gotten all of this medicine recalled? I think it comes down to, you know, them letting a machine like in a factory constantly run this thing rather than someone actually doing a proper checks and balances on it. And in turn, it was producing uh, certain things that had like, I think it said it had like an opiate mixture in it or something like that, which is dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's the that's the thing I get with with USCF what they're trying to do with the machine learning, it's excellent in theory, uh, as far as the practicality of it. Uh, it's not like uh, having a machine stand in to lift the box or to put some. It's not like warehouse work, per se. Mm-hmm. You're talking about medicines. It's about, I guess, people helping people. I don't sound too humanitarian, but um, it, it's good to have a tool in place to help sit out. But uh, I think this is one of the things where it's going to always need some human intervention, something where a, 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 a flesh and blood person will say, okay, this is not it, or this is it, or be able to talk to a person and be able to filter out. Because a lot of times, even with the prescriptions, some people will come to the doctor and get something, and if the doctor is not really engaged, they'll be prescribed something that's not beneficial to them. So right. Right. you need to have these things in order. I mean, it's, it's as far as its usefulness, um, I know it says down here it says uh, the uh, the EHR like how useful it is and stuff like that, but it, it's it's it gets kind of convoluted because I know we're trying to we're in an age where, you know this is technology right we're in an age where things are becoming more expansive but while we uh, applying different solutions via technology to things uh, we just can't get so caught up in trying to. There, there, there needs to be a, a checks and balances in place to know that the, the solution is being provided. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not just not just something that's inventive, but if it's needed. Because you can you can throw it's almost like if you're trying to uh <laughs> you're trying to cut like a piece of bread in half and you then you are using like a Genshu blade. That's not needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not needed. Like just get the proper tools, have that in place, and then you know, do the right go about doing it the proper way and you the results you're looking for will be produced. People just have to get out of the um get out of the idea of just trying to automate everything and just know what's being a little bit more hands on. Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with like implementation too, because um they'll build these technologies and um you know they'll the technology will is Essentially, it does the repetitive tasks. It makes it makes whatever is the repetitive thing that gets done over and over again. They make they try to simplify that thing, but there's still a lot of stuff that is around it that still needs to be done in a proper way. And um, what happens to do with these a lot of these technologies that you know they get sold on a, a dream of what it does versus what it actually does, and when they actually start applying these technologies and in, in practice, in the real world, um, they work with it based on the dream and not the reality of the technology. And so, and they start, you know, getting the technology to potentially do more than what it was designed to do because they're trying to save a couple dollars on people or something like that. Where, you know, if they if they limit the technology to doing exactly what they what it's supposed to do, and then actually train the people around the tech to actually, you know 
fill in the gaps of what it's not supposed to be doing and um, actually making sure that they're doing the piece that they're, you know, supposed to really do as, a, as people, as workforce, um, then the technology ultimately comes better. It's just like one of those things where similar to, um, to assembly lines when, uh, you know, people kept thinking that, you know, machines are just going to come in and take over altogether. And it's like, well, the machines can't do certain things. And even, even if you bring a machine in, you got to have somebody watch the machine. Yeah, and, uh, this machine just doesn't know discernment. Like these, these things that like the, the human and the human side of us is like the as far as like intuition and concern and all that stuff like that, that it's something that can't be quantified. <clears throat> right. So that's something and because of that, you know, it's something that can't necessarily be replaced. You're gonna always have that there. You know, you probably would um I think Elon Musk would agree with me with the whole like, you know, not having machines on everything, you know, he's He's heavy going, going heavy on the whole like not letting AI take over the world, <laughs> but you know I think that's just another it's a, it's a case of again um, just knowing that you know you need to have human intervention there because this is it can't be late intervention that's the issue that you can't be like all right we got this tech now that means I can slack off I mean, yeah that, yeah exactly you gotta still do what that tech isn't meant to be able to do and like you still got to put in like the whole reason that a lot of this tech is being put in place because people do get complacent because we have a natural instinct that we complacent and just get used to things and think we're just going to do them the same old way and there's no better way to do things and then when you put in a technology it's like it changes the whole dynamic because you know things can potentially get better but then you know we get angry with the tech and be like well, fuck it. That tech gonna do the whole thing. Right. I ain't gonna yeah. do none of this. Shit. <laughs> I was gonna Just say like, that. Like, well, was... <laughs> be like, well, what's wrong? Dude, all the all the shit got recalled. Well, what happened to your robot? I thought right. your robot got it. <laughs> be like, well, you. What about you? You were supposed to double check the robot. <laughs> well, this is, yeah. I think. See, when you said something about the whole complacency thing, there is that what happens is when people get complacent and they get caught up in the tedium. That's yeah. when errors can actually happen because they kind of right. get used to, oh, you do this, this, and this. And then someone would say, that's why we have the robot in place to prevent that. But then right. you got, when it comes to the whole robotics part, you got to start off the right way. You can have all these things placed and then have the wrong formula in. And then now you mass produce, you know, literally over a uh, hundred thousand different products. Now, yeah. you have, that's a, a loss for the company. So, you know, it, it's, like I said, it, it it requires not just one. I think multiple people with the robot is like kind of get this right. You need to have checks, balances, and everything. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta work together. Like it has to be a, a symbiotic relationship. Um, I've seen something on there. So I was watching some movie. Uh, the the girl with all the gifts. It was a crazy like zombie movie about this kid that was a zombie, whatever. But uh, um, one of those symbiotic relationship where she pointed out the example of a. Uh, a bird that cleans uh, alligator's teeth type thing, where it's like, <laughs> like the bird gets to eat because gets to clean the teeth, gets gets all the all the crumbs out of the alligator's teeth. But then at the same time, the alligator gets his teeth cleaned, then they have like a, a bio, like a symbiotic relationship. They get to work together, and it's the same thing with humans and and, and robotics and uh, AI in general, like. These these things are implemented, and there's a whole there's going to be all this back and forth about how it's done right, and making sure that it actually is becoming beneficial and not just uh, 
the new tech and people just trying to bring in the new tech that doesn't actually have any benefit toward us as an overall society. So, I mean, it's, it's, we have to go through the rigmarole until we can find out these perfect um, relationships for all the industries that we're going into. And particularly in the medical field, because, you know, that's, that's basically life and death. I know Amazon wanted to get into this industry. I know they're plotting on getting into this industry in whole, because Uh, right now you can't, I think you can buy like, you know, herbal supplements and stuff like that from Amazon, but you can't get full on prescriptions from Amazon, like actual straight up medicine. Um, That stuff is still. Go ahead and buy an inhaler. Yeah. Yeah. Like that stuff is (laughs) behind, like, you know, because those are considered narcotics. So like those still have to be mandated with like regulation and police force and stuff like that. So they haven't done it yet, but they are probably in the same business of trying to figure this stuff out so that they can start distributing it along with all their other products that they sell throughout Amazon. So, I mean, it's something's going to happen with this industry. So we'll see pros and cons pro your life might be saved con. Wrong medicine might kill you. Right. That's <laughs> true fifty fifty. But yeah, man, that's that's a good note to take off on. Um, if y'all like this show, you know what you gotta do. You gotta like, subscribe, comment, and share. Um, uh, we are on all your streaming platforms, YouTube, Facebook, uh, anything on iTunes, uh, podcasting, Google Music Podcasting, Spotify, and all your streaming resources for, for podcasts. Um, like I said, if you like the show, find us on one of these things and follow and subscribe to us on one of these things. We'll be uh, accessible because <laughs> you know, one of these things. <laughs> yeah, on one of these things. Hot water, hot water, me, hot water, I mean, do what it do, make it do what it did. Um, <laughs> I mean, because we we available to y'all and uh, we're here and you know. Technically, we can't go anywhere on a uh, on a major scale right now. So, um, get your get your fill, man. If you need if you get, if you need a tech fix, if you want to hear about the latest tech news, come and holler at us because we got we got it for you. Um, we, we the plug, man. That's where it's at. Yeah, man. That's what it is. Yeah, I'll <laughs> at your boy. Um, got anything, Mike? Nah, man. Everything you said uh, is ditto. Y'all, y'all know what to do, man. Follow us. Holler at us, and uh, yeah. you know we, we got you covered with that with this IT ish. Yeah, this uh, technology ish. Like we we up in this ish, all right? Because we know y'all curse out there, so get your shit. <laughs> <laughs> y'all take it easy out there. Be safe. Take care. Peace.